Join us and unwind with a good book. Welcome to Relaxing Reads. Hi, it's Devin Halifax. Hi, it's Simone in Vancouver. Hey, it's Tanya in Edmonton. Well, glad to be back here with the two of you, ready to discuss an exciting new book we just read. You know what's funny is that my sister, I, I lend all my books to my sister because she's just like, where do you find these? And she read the book that one we just did. Oh, The Myth Makers? Um, the Myth Makers. Nope. Yes. Oh, no, 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 it was... No, no, um, no, 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 the... the, 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 um, the, the, the gosh, we've read so many books. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The one about the women and... who are all f***ed up. Uh, oh, uh, the whispers. Uh, in the, the whispers? The whispers. I lent her the book, and she's like, thanks, Tan, now I need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> no. She thought oh it was just... Yeah. Yeah, oh, she thought, she loved it. She's actually loving all the books. She cried um, when she read the book about the, oh, what's that dogfish thing? Oh, Pebble, uh, oh, Pebble and Dove? Pebble, Pebble, Pebble and Dove. Oh. She cried. I'm yeah. like, yeah. Aww. <laughs> yeah, I teared up in that so too. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my gosh. I think it was just the very ending when when it made the sound and it got an answer. I know. Like, oh. mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Anyway. So, how are the both of you doing? Good. How are you? And congratulations. Congratulations to us all. So, yes, congratulations. Yeah. I recently informed uh, Deb and Tanya that our Relaxing Reads podcast was selected for a BC Association of Broadcasters Excellence Award for Best Podcast 2023. So this is the, you know, this is the the fruits of the labor uh, that we put into this podcast. So it's a good time to thank our listeners um, who listen because that's just an incredible award for us to have. It is. I mean, we love, we have so much fun with this. And a big shout out to Simone, who is the brainchild of what we are doing and getting us together and laughing and enjoying and getting us into more reading, especially me, because I hadn't been much yeah, of a absolutely. prior to this. <laughs> and I think it was Simone who was like, I think Simone, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think you said, you know, I need to read more books. Yeah, no, I need to actually sit down and actually read some books. And that's where it all came from. So yes, thank you for saying that to yourself and creating this amazing podcast. And I'm just so um, honored to be part of it it's a lot of fun. It's so much fun with both of you. And you know, with me, I have um, a show that I do on my own. You know, Deb, you have the luxury of a co-host. So I I miss those moments. And so it's nice when I get to do this because I feel like it's a little show, a little radio show we get to do with our friends. And I know I was saying we need to, you know, fly out and see each other and celebrate this. I'll have to ask, um, you know, one of our corporate team members to see if they can let that happen (laughs) for us. But uh, yeah, it's always great news. I mean, we started it back in 2021. So it's been over three years and a book a month was something that was you know an easy goal and sometimes I think it's just that little bit of me time as well just taking that time to read a book and have that time to yourself which is important too it definitely is yeah nothing like sitting down with a great book (laughs) exactly and a great book that we just read recently yes Our latest read is actually from the best-selling author of Breathless, Amy McCullough, Midnight. And it's another pulse-pounding thriller, a -a once-in-a-lifetime trip to Antarctica. To camp beneath the midnight sun becomes a desperate battle for survival against a killer determined to follow their prey to 
the very ends of the earth. So with 24 hours of daylight, there is nowhere to hide. And Olivia, the main character, has always dreamed about spending a white night on the frigid continent, but never thought she'd have the chance until her high-powered, art-dealing boyfriend, Aaron, decides to stage an exhibition on a luxury expedition, a luxury cruise. And it's kind of like a a real-life murder mystery weekend that Olivia really didn't sign up for. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what? I thought from the very beginning, (laughs) this is like edge of edge edge of your seat writing you know it was very suspenseful like right right from the get-go I'm like I am hooked I am hooked what did you guys think yeah I think we felt that way because we've previously read Amy's Breathless and I loved that one as well and that's when you're you know she was trekking through the Everest mountain range so you know this is what I loved is is just the the books that she writes take us to places um, that we most don't typically visit. So Antarctica is not somewhere, you know, you, you hear about it and you think about it, but you're never really sold on the idea of going. And I think while I was reading this book, I stopped so many times to Google and look up places there because I was like, this little town, Ushuaia, is that how you say it? Um, I believe so. I yeah, was, you, yeah. I was looking into that and then I was like, what do, what does... What does the land look like there? What does the town look like? And it just got me excited because sometimes when you hear the end of the earth or something like that, you think, um, no, do people go there? Yeah. You know what? I uh, I looked up that town and it's at the very, the southernmost end of um, Argentina, you know, and I'm like, that's like Antarctica. Like I was just sort of, I, I don't know anything about the South Pole. Like I know nothing. I know yeah. that it's got penguins. Um, but, but other than that, I don't know anything. <laughs> so I actually looked up the town. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, it's actually quite pretty, but it's at the end of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Who, who would go there? And I, you know, I'm not a fan of the cold at all, which makes it weird because I live in Edmonton, like one of the coldest, you know, cities in Canada. (laughs) I'm like, I can't seem to find a coat that's warm enough. So I'm like, Amy, Amy, why did you go to Antarctica? So (laughs) it just seems so cold to me, but stunningly beautiful. Yeah, like a place to see when you think about the continents and how much beauty there is in this world that you can never even see in a lifetime. Um, And you get to kind of experience it through the book. That was really neat. Yeah, and I think sometimes when we get lost in nature, and not lost as in I can't find my way home, but lost in a good sense where it's very therapeutic and you take pause and you look at your surroundings and and feel the air and feel everything around you. It makes you kind of anxious, but again, it's the anxiety in a good in a good way, or the anticipation of of something that might be still ahead of you. And uh, I don't know. There's something about that, and that's what I was feeling. I'm like, it seems like it would be so frightening, but frightening and beautiful, and you know, makes you just think that there are so many corners of our world that we really do need to experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I think Deb, like, I think Amy did a really amazing job of describing, just like Midnight when she was, when she, not Midnight, the uh, the Breathless when she was breathless. describing, you know, climbing, climbing these eight thousand meter mountains. Um, you know, the way she described Antarctica was just like it was so vivid in my imagination. I mean, I could almost feel the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I was yeah. taken with sort of the ethereal light. Um, I was taken with the 
the water, how she described the water, how she described the icebergs. You know, I mean, this is something I've never seen. And, and, and those of you who are listening today, it's like you read, you read the book and it's like you can almost visualize, almost feel like where she is physically mm-hmm. on this cruise ship. Mm-hmm. And, um, and beyond all of that, obviously, this, it's very suspenseful. There's a lot going on. So you just kind of, it's very visceral, I think, how you feel this entire book, or at least I did. And I was certainly along for the journey of, of you know, how she writes and how she describes things. It was just, it was kind of magical for me. Have you been on a cruise? No, I have never been on a cruise. My mom's done quite a few and she raves about mm-hmm. them, but I just haven't gotten there yet. How about you? I um, When I was in New Zealand, I didn't do a full cruise, but we actually did an overnight cruise. So it was actually kind of reminding me. It was in a doubtful sound. And um, it was, there were penguins, you know, there were whales. There was kayaking, you know, they, they, they you know, stopped sailing for a moment. And, and people, if they wished to, they could get out, off and do a little kayaking. So it was kind of reminding me of some of the characters that were on the boat that particular night I was there. Um, quite wonderful. But I had not have never been on a cruise that was longer than a night or two. Where you're just days mm-hmm. at sea kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Like I did a cruise uh, ages ago, but I, I went from New York City to Bermuda. And that's like a two and wow. a half day I think oh. to Bermuda and then we did like ports of call and then we came back and yeah when you're like days at sea and you don't see any land it's kind of a weird feeling as land dwellers you I know? Bet. it's like where where's yeah. the land this is a really big ocean like you just it's just such a weird feeling and of course with Amy's book there's the suspense that is added yeah. on top of being on this you know this hotel this hotel on water it's pretty crazy very wild. Oh, my gosh. There, there were so many things that um, that happened, uh, you know, before, after, or during. And um, uh, yeah, with, <laughs> with everything that went on, I don't know. I mean, as much as of an adventure uh, that she describes and the beauty, you know, surrounding it, it makes me a little panicky thinking, like, could I do a cruise? Could I do like a full on beyond a few days. I'm not quite sure. And I love the water growing up by the water. Um, but that part of it does frighten me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, when you got into it, uh, when did you, was there any point you kind of caught on to what could be happening or what it was going to be all about, or if there was a key character that stood out to you? You know, because in the end, like we say, it's a, it's a murder mystery and we get to this this part about finding out all this information. But there's so many characters that know information and they're all tied in together. So it took me right till the end. I had no idea what to expect. But, um, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I, you know, it's like one of those whodunit mysteries and you're constantly just trying to pay attention to all the little clues. But, yeah, I, I, I couldn't figure it out. I, I'm with you, I didn't Simone. get it. I, I, yeah, I was just thinking, you know, there were so many people. There were the helpers, right? It seemed like this person was there to help. This person was going to assist me. I know I can go to them if I need anything. And then in the end, it's no, I, I, I wouldn't have been very good to help those who needed help or guide them, you know, toward the right person if I was on that boat. And even in the beginning where we have a situation where she's going on this cruise, this this expedition with her partner, um, 
and the partner doesn't make the boat. Have have you ever experienced that where you've gotten onto a flight and your partner or the person you're traveling with has missed the flight? Like, I've never experienced that. I feel like I wouldn't get onto a plane or a boat if my other half or who I was was going with wasn't there. I'd just say, okay, I'll wait for you. We'll catch the next flight. We'll figure it out together. You know? I, I'm totally with you, Simone, because honestly, like, I, I'm scared of flying, actually. It's so silly, but it's just, you know, that's the thing about fear. Um, if, if, if my partners or my friend or whatever missed a flight, I wouldn't get on it. Like, I would just go, that's an omen. That's like, I am not getting yeah. on it. So I think with, with, with um, Olivia's boyfriend, you know, missing getting on the ship, I would be like, oh, I don't think I'd get on it. Good for her for doing it, but I don't think I would get on it. But also, she didn't really realize, you know, like she she thought he was going to make it. And so then yeah. by the time it was being figured out, it was kind of like, nope, it's not happening. And then it was, again, a moment too late. It's like once those plane doors close, you're on the flight. Mm-hmm. And once that ship sails, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a, a moment once where um, I was touring, uh, doing a little tour with a friend, we were told we have to meet back on this bus at this particular time. Now, we got to know the driver and and the cast of characters pretty well. Anyway, we start walking back. We had, I don't know, maybe five minutes. We could see the bus. We were a minute away from walking and hopping on. And as soon as we started crossing this path, we thought he saw us and he took off. (sighs) And we were in a town, we were just stopped in this town for maybe a lunch and, and so an hour or so. And then he left. We had never been there. And we looked around. We're like, did he really, did he not see us? I mean, he has to come back for us. We knew that we were on a schedule, but really there were only about a dozen of us on this bus. Anyway, he played a prank on us. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And he came back. But it took a while because we had no idea where he was heading. Um, so we were kind of on the opposite end. But yeah, as far as flights go, I don't think that I would be able to take off if I had a friend or a partner that was supposed to be there with me. <laughs> now we're just <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of stuff in my head. I just just sit there and cry. I know. I just, I was just so (laughs) deep in thought thinking about that situation because this is, this is the thing with these books. They really make you think. And like I was saying this during this book, my mind was really wandering because it's like you try to put yourself in those situations and what would you do? And it's like, I love the part, like her life just seems so fascinating growing up, being able to sail around with her mom and her dad and all the things she mm. learned. And now this was going to be a big adventure to go to the end of the world. And yeah, like as much as I dream about living that kind of a life, it's not a reality for many unless you have like a really cool job. And so yeah. I loved that part of it too. Um and then just some of the, the the traumas and things she was dealing with, that was a lot. Like, that was a part of the book I wasn't expecting. There was the talk yeah. of her own mental health and things mm-hmm. she was struggling with um, and those kind of thoughts. And that really made you think. So, you know, it went deeper than just um, this, this murder mystery and, and that's got all this excitement. It was really, I think that was a point that a lot of people can connect with is when you just get to the point of burnout. Um, some people can handle it and others, it takes them to a really dark place. 
Yeah, that was one of the themes that I thought that I, I really wasn't expecting in this book. You know, I was thinking murder mystery, you know, we're going to get lots of action. We're going to get a lot of red herrings. We're going to get like, it's going to be a ride, a ride for the reader to try to figure it out. But but what Amy did is she sort of put in there, you know, what Olivia does. And, you know, she is dealing with uh, an aging mom um, who is, hmm. you know, latter stages, dementia, Alzheimer's. And it, she's finding it financially um, a burden to be able to pay for both her apartment and also to help with her mom. And, you know, that's why she goes and gets a job as an actuary, which which is incredibly stressful. And, uh, you know, she struggles with that. And she it's such a huge job. And she struggles with um, with mental health issues because she is so tired and she is so stressed out. And there's a point that you read about at the end of the book where you go, oh, I didn't know she did. She did that. And that sort of started the chain of events of what this what this book is actually about in terms of the of the murder mystery suspense is kind of what her actions made something else happen mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. thought that was really cool i had I didn't even think of that. I didn't even know about it. So when Amy wrote that little piece in, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's how it all happened. And that's who that is. And that's, oh, it all makes yeah. sense now. Because I yeah. was thinking throughout the whole book that Liam, who was sort of that hot Aussie. Was he Aussie kiwi. or New Zealand? He was a Kiwi. He was a Kiwi. He's a Kiwi. That, you know, he was like the events guy. And I'm like, I think it's him. No. <laughs> you know, Amy does that really well. She kind of sets up characters where the... The reader's like, oh, I think uh, I could think it's them. And then you go, no, it's not that. It could be this. It could be so many people. It could be anyone. It could be anyone, which just like adds to the suspense of it. Yeah. And these characters, they all had such interesting stories as well. So it's I think it's something that a lot of people would be surprised at how you relate to this story and those in it. So in in reading this book, I mean, did it, it was a grand adventure. I mean, I've never wanted to go to Antarctica, but now, you know, beyond the cold, (laughs) now I think I actually would like to go and I would like to sleep in a bivy sack. Now you have to read the book to figure out what that is, but I seriously want to do that. Um, Did this, did this make you guys want to take an adventurous vacation? Yes. Yes. I love adventure. Mm -hmm. I love travel. Um, I feel like I did a lot before I had the kids and now it's been mainly trips with them. And I I said that to my husband the other day. I said, you know, when the boys are older and they're kind of doing their own thing, I would love to just go on adventures or live down south somewhere for six months out of the year. And he just looked at me and he's like, don't you think this is something we should discuss together? And I'm like, well, no, I just thought if you didn't want to, if you didn't want to come, I can't force you to come. He's like, so we're supposed to just be apart for six months? And I'm like, I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm just saying for me, living in, you know, a cold country, it would be nice to just escape when we can. And it was just a funny right. conversation. But I do, I, I think about the the times that we could just get up and go when, you know, funds weren't spent on endless amounts of hockey and soccer and, and kids things uh-huh. and you just had money to play with and... I just I hope to get back there one day and just be able to be a free spirit. And, you know, you know, Amy talks about in her book that this all started from her being in South America and hearing about this this expedition and just doing that, like just being able to be free and make choices. So I would love I definitely feel like there is more travel in my future. I don't know when, but I I look forward to just finding these places. And that's why I love these books, because they take you to places you wouldn't typically consider. Sometimes we mm-hmm. we see, oh, the top 10 vacation destinations on an article, and you're like, okay, and you check those off. But there's so many places in the world that are just holding so much beauty, and it would be just amazing to go. Yeah. 
I'm with you. If you if you girls want to go, I'll sign up too. <laughs> okay. I'll go with you. <laughs> but it's true. It it is a, a wonderful trip that she takes us on. Um, and there's a whole lot going on. And um, I I do love the characters and the fact that it it. it I mean, for, for all of us, I think it took us a while, <laughs> the end of the book, <laughs> before we pieced it all together. But um, you do meet some interesting people along the way, whether you're traveling in your own city on a different route um, or when you travel abroad. So it's uh, yeah, this is definitely one that that takes you on a, a real trip. I think that, uh, you know, I definitely would love to travel. I lack the funds. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. but um, uh, I lack the funds to do that. But I would love to be able to just take off and just go places. You know, I've I've heard from from a few friends that Africa changes people, and mm. uh, you know the red red earth and all of that. And I I think that is definitely a destination that I would. I don't know what country in Africa I would go to, but uh, I think I really want to see it. You know. I think I really want to see that. So I hope that when Amy writes, like, I don't know what's next for her, but I hope she writes about somewhere warm because her last two books are like <laughs> so cold. And I hope that she writes, you know, somewhere warm, which of course would come with its own, you know, own issues. But hey, I'm into it. Yeah, we'll definitely have for to sure. ask her. We do have an interview lined up with the author of Midnight, Amy McCullough, and you will be able to hear that during our next podcast. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. As always, ladies, it was wonderful, and we will chat soon. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Thank you for kicking back and relaxing with us. We hope you'll join us again on Relaxing Reads.